going on? Jermaine Johnson, tune in to Turn On The Jets podcast. Hey, this is Vinny Pasquantino of the Kansas City Royals. Make sure you tune into the Turn On The Jets podcast. Everybody, welcome back to the Turn the Jets podcast. I'm your host, Will Parkinson at Will Eleven on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special Wednesday episode, middle of May. Of course, there's something just controversy with the Jets, and uh, schedule just came out. They got Aaron Rodgers, and as much as everything's going good, there's still the Quinn and Williams situation. No better person to be joined by than uh, than good friend, a uh, good friend of mine, and in the show, Kyle Brandt, host of Kyle Brandt's Basement. Good morning, football. The list goes on. Um, Kyle, how are we doing, man? I'm doing great. It's good to see you. It's good to talk to you. It's not good to start the show with a lie by you saying there's no better person to talk to. There's several better people to talk to, but I said yes. And so I'm here. Let's talk about whatever you want, man. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. We'll we'll roll with that. Um let's let's just start with Rogers here because you've like you've seen this. He's been on he's been on your podcast before. Yeah. And um he's an interesting guy, I think the more people are starting to see him in a bigger market that a lot of it's more just like he has opinions on stuff and it's well thought out. And whether you like it or not, he's not afraid to tell you, I guess let's start just from the beginning of how is he going to fit in New York? Are, are you impressed so far? Is it too early to tell what's like, what's the vibe? Cause you live in New York, green Bay and New York are different places, whether people want to admit it or not. Listen, I, I have put my hand up and do something that you're never supposed to do. And what we do is say I was dead wrong on something. I just never thought it was going to happen. And having nothing to do with Rodgers or Salah or even the Packers or anything, I don't. I just had a hard time wrapping my mind around this this hippie from Chico moving to North Jersey. I just couldn't see it. I'm like, does he really want that kind of life change at 39 years old with generational wealth? Like, what? Why? What? That's the football's great and you know receivers and coaches and Hackett it's all great dude he's he's 40 and he's gonna move to a place where he has never lived a climate which he has never experienced Wisconsin's totally different a lifestyle a, a, like a, a type of person the way people drive the way people eat it's just a it's just a lot and listen uh I've lived in California for years I got that check. I spent all my summers as a child growing up in Wisconsin, northern Wisconsin. I know that area really well. It's probably my favorite state in the country. And now I live in New York and I went to college in New Jersey. So I, I, I have taken the whole journey. It is it is not subtle when you move here and the contrast and the sharpness and like just the way people talk to you. So listen, I'm in different shoes, wildly different ones than Rogers. I just never thought it was going to happen. I thought he's like, I think I'm always going to be a Packer or I'm just done or, you know, maybe I'll do something crazy and join the Niners and just kind of go home. I cannot believe still when they shot that video of him walking into the facility, I was like, what the hell is this? It's real. I, I still kind of can't believe it. And it's true, man. It's, it's gotta be like you put in the time, Will, like yeah. not only on this show, but really your life like kind of waiting for this. Does it feel like it's here or are you nervous? How do you feel? Um, so I'm, I'm Rogers has been my favorite quarterback to watch play the last 15, 20 years. He's like the guy of, if you're a big LeBron fan or Kobe, like he was the, you know, LeBron to someone's Kobe or MJ, yeah. where you like, if you didn't think Brady was the goat, you thought Rogers or Peyton, I have always been a huge Rogers guy. I find him highly entertaining. 
do I agree all the time with him? No, but that doesn't mean I'm not intrigued by what he has to say. I just, I like listening to him talk. I like watching him throw the football. Um, I never thought I'd see a day where he was not only not a Packer, but he was a Jet. And then on top of that, the Jets are in a window where the whole rest of the roster is kind of ready to win a title. And it was like, wait a second, we're going to get Aaron Rodgers and he's coming in like hot, ready to prove everyone wrong. It's not just it felt like there were so many variables that wouldn't have matched up. And the fact that they all have, whether it works or not, I have no idea, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, And that's where I think that's that's where I think it, it lands. And that's where I guess I wanted to kind of go next is you, you know, obviously you mentioned you live in a lot of the same places, Rogers, mm-hmm. and you have Josh Allen on your show every week. Yeah. You are around Jason McCourty who played in Miami and has ties to the Dolphins, ties to the yeah. Patriots. This division's nuts. Or do you think this is a good spot for him to end up landing? Because the NFC North, as much as I know you love your bears and everyone yeah, love Kirk. It's, yeah. Him. He, he owns that division and <laughs> It just this is going to be probably his biggest challenge. I feel like he's ready for it, though. No, I mean this seems like right up his alley to end of your career go prove something. Well, I you know maybe this is corny, but I, I think you get to how many times can you just beat the crap out of the Bears? Like how many times? It, it, he's he's done it for like about 15, 16 years. He goes in there, he does that, and he he almost always beats the Lions. And then he kind of has like this spirited thing going with the Vikings. It, it's got to get a little old. I, I mean it. And you look at like at Buffalo and New England and 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 everything he's got going on in Miami. It's like it, it's sure it's difficult, but it's just so fresh, man. And, and I'm much closer in age to Rogers than you are. I'm telling you, anything that's just new, even if it's like, man, I, I've always drank this beer, but I'm just switching to this one. Like, how do you feel like you're on top of the world or you? You get a new car or you switch from a regular car to an SUV or vice versa. I think he needs a challenge. And someone could say, yeah, well, he never wins a Super Bowl. I know, but the playoffs are the playoffs, whatever. He's he's always dominating that conference or that division. So I think he needs the challenge. And look, well, they could go seven and nine next year. I don't know. I have no idea. Like they, I know as well as you do, they have good players and they played pretty well last year. But like, I don't, there's no lock in the AFC. What's fun about the AFC is that like there are some teams and some quarterbacks who we really like and who we think are big are going to do big things and they're going to just be like 6 and 11 next year. They have hugely disappointing seasons. Like someone is going to be this year's Broncos. You can't all have good records. You can't all get the division around the title game. So listen, you start looking at teams like even teams that were just oh they're locks. Like the Bengals, like they they've had a lot to sustain over a couple of years, and the Dolphins, this two will get hurt and this just falls apart, and they're they're four and thirteen. I, there's there's gonna be someone who were like, holy crap, we thought that team was great, and oh my god, Baltimore went seven and nine, it just didn't work, or seven and ten. I don't think it's gonna be the Jets though. I really don't. Yeah, and look, I think you made a good point there, and as good as these quarterbacks are in this conference, we do this all the time. We look at the schedule. We look at, you know, all these acquisitions and free agency, which most of them never work. And these draft picks where we overhype guys, the jets got really lucky last year. And I know it's a lot of hard work and part of drafting is luck. You don't get three blue chip guys in your first, you know, three, first four, that doesn't happen. And that's why Mm -hmm. I think as cool as it was, that should not be the expectation for all these teams. That's what ends up like, Dalton Kincaid might be really good for the Bills. There's also a really good chance he sucks because that's yeah. the way the draft works. And yeah. I'm not picking the Bills to win or lose because they drafted a tight end who <laughs> they already have a tight end that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, look, these quarterbacks, it's 
I don't know. Lamar hasn't been healthy in a long time, right? He's always missing time. Tua misses time every year. Deshaun Watson looked atrocious last year, and I don't know if he's ever going to get it back. We don't know, right? And I missed the year with injury during football, and the year coming off it, I was terrible because you're just you're out of the game for so long. The Jets roster and, and kind of with Rodgers and this Hackett thing, do you – I guess I'm trying to think of the best way I could phrase this. Go on. Do you actually buy Hackett is, like, going to help this team, or is it just, like, his help was literally – I'm Aaron Rodgers, drinking buddy, and I am I know how to call red zone plays, and that's really all I need to be for them to be good. Because, like, offensive coordinators get overblown a little bit, but at the same time, Jets offensive has kind of sucked for 15 years. Yeah, and last year the Broncos offense sucked. But <laughs> they were like that, that, that Broncos offense was the Rogers offense from the years prior, that thing that Russell was struggling in and it just didn't work. And maybe it's because hack was a head coach, but I, I know that for a fact, I've talked to guys involved who, when Russ was just bottoming out last year and he was like the biggest story in the league and how bad he was, it was like, that's the Rogers offense. You know that, right? It's just the same throws. It's the same routes and he just can't do it. It's not his skill set. I think Rogers was like rejoicing in that privately I don't know but I think it will work on the field too and I think like I'll just go back to that Rodgers can be so eccentric and he's 39 years old one of the oldest players in the league like I'm gonna make a pop culture comparison I got to talk to Paul Rudd once okay Paul Rudd Ant-Man you everybody knows who he is huge Chiefs fan and I was like, dude, how come you're not on social media? Like everybody is. You're like, I think you're the only Avenger that has no Instagram or no Twitter or anything. And he goes, look, man, at this point in my career, I just want to go to work and just say, just tell me where to stand. Like, I just, I don't want to work extra. I want to do the minimum amount I can do to fulfill my contract. Just tell me where to stand. So I think Rogers has a little bit of that in the sense that like, just make me comfortable. I want my damn guys. I'm I'm almost 40. I'm playing with teammates who are 22. I want Randall Cobb there. I do. I don't I don't care. He's my guy. I want Lazard. He's already here. I want to have all these guys if I could. And I want Hackett. Hackett's one of my favorite coaches I've ever played with. And the fact that he's sitting there, yeah, it's a huge deal. I think it's going to help on the offense. But I just go to work every day, and I'm not always in the best mood. And when I see Nate, it, it makes me happy. So I think it is an investment in him for sure. Yeah, no, I, I think it's – not coincidental, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine was uh, eradicated. Roger's here for a week. <laughs> Look uh, at you. <laughs> I know, we're right on top of it. But uh, I want to ask you one quick schedule question, then we get into a couple other things. We talked last year, or maybe it was two years, I don't remember when it was, a year, uh -huh. two years ago, whatever. I'm pretty sure it was pretty similar time of year. Schedule had just come out, and you're like, all I look at is the quarterbacks. You obviously had Josh Allen on the show. You yeah. guys talked about a good morning football, I think maybe Friday last week or Monday. How, I know week one is such a – we do this shit every year. We're like, yeah. oh my God, week one, this team sucks. This team's good. Yeah. Remember two years ago, the Packers got blown out in New Orleans mm -hmm. in a weird hurricane game. They won 13 in the next 15. Yep. How big is week one though? Because I feel like this matchup does matter. And like, there's certain games that actually matter. And this is one of those, the Jets win. They're two games up on Buffalo mm -hmm. and they just beat the best rival. Or if they lose, it's like, here we go. New York headlines, Rodgers. Rogers sucks. He's washed. The Bills yeah. own this division. Does that not feel like a little bit more important than a normal week one game? Definitely. Because first of all, it's divisional. Like, I love thinking of old week one games. Do you remember a couple years ago? Week one, weirdest matchup ever. It was Titans-Cardinals. And the Cardinals and Chandler Jones beat the snot yeah, out of the Titans. I think he had Titans. six sacks. He had yes, six sacks, yeah. He was, like, going to break the single game record. 
that year the Titans ended up being the number one seed in the AFC. Like it was, it was, and the Cardinals were just nothing. So the the week one is a huge liar. However, in the case of this, yeah, the math is there when it's like, oh my God, the Jets are good this year. And here we are in week 18 and the Bills need to win this game to get the division crown because they lost week one in September. Of course it's huge. And the media of it is just massive because it's a two-barreled thing, Will, where it's, if Rodgers wins and he plays well, it's it's rock and roll. Here we go. And somebody called Namath because we're getting another trophy. If they lose, like, what if what if they lose, like, 34 to 16? <laughs> it's like, it's disaster. Why did we do this? Go back to the darkness retreat. Because the other thing, the two-barreled thing, is everyone's also going to be watching the Packers who open against the Bears. And if Jordan Love wins and beats Justin Fields, it's like, oh, my God. Now Rodgers looks really bad. But then it's like, if Jordan Love sucks and Rodgers is great, it's just so many things to dig into. Like, they're all inexorably linked. And Jets-Bills is like, that's an incredible, incredible game. And I'll finish with like, all right, so I was talking to Josh last week, and he's like, impossibly eyes on the prize about the schedule. He just does his thing where he says, I, I say to him, all right, this is a stock question. It's not an interesting question, but I just asked it because the schedule came out that day. Schedule comes out, or it was coming out that night. Schedule comes out. What's the first thing that you look at, Josh? And I'm thinking he's going to say, all right, when's the bye week? You know, when's the Thursday night? Or what's what all the athletes say? And he just goes, week one. It's all I look at is week one. Week one. It's all I look at. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, that's the only one that matters. You know, that's that one game at a time. He's going into that stuff. So he didn't know that that was going to be the week one matchup. Then that night he finds out, sure enough, it's Bill's Jets. And so it's like, yeah, dude, you better be looking at week one because you don't want to start with a loss to your buddy Rogers. It's a great game. No, it's look, it's 9-11. It's Monday Night Football. The Jets have. Yeah, not, it's the first time they played in prime time on 9-11 since that infamous Cowboys, uh, you know, Gandolfini meme and they block punt on uh, on Sunday Night Football. It's the last time they played on Sunday Night Football. That was 2011. Yep. So not a not an ideal uh, you know, time frame. I want to ask you. You obviously have Josh and some of these guys on uh, on the show, and then we got a couple of fun ones. Yeah. Does it not feel like he's in a year where there is actually a lot of pressure on a Josh Allen? I know two has got pressure because of the injuries and the contract. Rogers has got pressure, but Rogers is like two years probably from being done. Maybe it's three, maybe it's one. Mm -hmm. Josh in this weird spot where he probably could win MVP pretty easily. He also could have the questions of like, oh, this guy doesn't get it done in the playoff, which is, I'm not. We just, this is what's going to sure, happen. We just, sure. let's be realistic. If the Bills go nine and eight and barely get in the playoffs, and he doesn't look good. There's all these questions of like, oh my God, Josh out. Don't you feel like this is a kind of a big year for him and the Bills in general, just with new guy in town and all this yeah. different stuff we talked about? I think it's a huge year uh, for a couple of reasons. Josh is in that category, like a few rare guys where they're not going to lose their job and they're paid long-term and they're the franchise, but it still feels like you kind of have to get it done. Like I look at Dak the same way. Dak's got a massive contract and they love him and he's a very good player, but it's like eventually Dak, what kind of pressure is on you? Just eventually you have to do something or we just sit here and, and, and twiddle our thumbs. I also think if you want to get into the meat and potatoes of the bills. So there was no breakup with Stefan Diggs. That was never going to happen. Uh, Jordan Poyer comes back. He didn't think that was going to happen. Micah Hyde is healthy. So they have their two safeties who were dominant two years ago. 
Vaughn will be back. They draft a new toy in the first round. They get rid of Motor Singletary, who was like the most average player you could put back there. A nice guy, but just nothing. Not, not a special guy. Now it's going to be more James Cook, and it's going to be Damien, who got from the Patriots. Like, they they have a whole bunch of toys. They brought the band back. Trey White's going to be better. And so it's like, well, this I don't want to say this is the last crack at it, but after this year, it starts to be some new really big pieces that come in. And the last part of it is, there will not be a series of unfortunate events this year for the Bills like there were last year. And they don't really talk about it much, but the idea of what they went through with DeMar and tragedy and weather and just terrible things, that was kind of built in as like, well, that really sucked how much you had to deal with and you kind of even weren't there for that Bengals playoff loss. They're not going to have that this year. So yes, Josh is under pressure. Yes, he has the toys to do it. Everybody came back and you're not going to have the biggest story in the world, which is one of your players having going through a terrible thing. It's just going to be football, God willing. So yeah, that's pressure. Yeah. And then last, last kind of more football question was to a couple of fun ones. Yeah. I feel the answers on the pod last week. And he's like, he asked me this. And then every single time I go on anything, what's it, what is considered like success or failure for this Rogers Jets okay. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. regime? I, I think there's two parts. I will, I'll give you, I'll pose it in two ways and you can answer it. Cause it's right. otherwise the answers are, it's stupid. If he okay. only plays one year, what mm-hmm. is like, what should, what's considered success. And then if he plays multiple two or three years, I guess what's considered success. Cause I feel like there are different things. If he's only here one year, it's a little, you've a little higher expectations than if there's two or three year project. All right. If, if I am a Jets fan and I, I let's say there's an offer on the table for how this year is going to go. Am I going to say deal or no deal? And that offer is, um, 10 and seven, second place in the division. You um, you beat the Sean Payton Broncos in the wildcard round. And you um, lose to the Ravens 31-20 in the divisional. That's the deal on the table. I'm taking it. I have a 10-win season. We're in the playoffs. We won a playoff game. Uh, and we showed up and lost to a good team, the divisional. I'm taking it. But maybe that's like a weak take because it's like, why did we bring Rogers in here to go to the divisional round? A lot of people can go to the divisional round, but will I I'm, I'm taking 10 and seven in a playoff win. Are you? Yeah, I'm taking, I think you're taking it. My expectation is I think the divisional rounds, the the minimum, uh, minimum bar. Here. Okay. I think, okay. I think if you win a playoff game, you either host a playoff game, which they haven't done in 22 years, or you win a playoff game, you're back in the playoffs. That roster has now been in the playoffs. They've won a playoff game, no matter who the quarterback is in 24 this roster is kind of ready to roll. I just don't think, I think you cannot be a seven seed, nine and eight, stumble into the playoffs, eat a la like last year's Packers and get smoked 42 to 20 by whoever. <laughs> like that's not, because then they, they could have done that last year. If Mike White stays healthy, like they probably could have made the playoffs at nine and eight last year, right? Like, but that, well, hold on. I like yeah. Field. What did Field say? I want to hear what field, field, field said at least the conference title game. Okay, uh, good. So he said, if they don't win a Super Bowl, they have to at least be in the conference title game or in the conversation multiple years, which I don't disagree with, honestly. Like, this is a high pay. They're paying Rodgers. Woody Johnson in cash is giving Rodgers $108 million in the next two years. Oh, my God. He's going to give Quinn Williams in cash another 50 or $60 million Yeah, yeah. This offseason. Like, they're giving a lot of these guys, and they're not paying any of their star guys other than Quinn and, and Mosley. So, like, Garrett's on a rookie. Like, I don't know. This is the time to do it. Um I don't think Super Bowl expectations are fair, though. It's like one and done. They have to win the title. I just don't think that's – maybe it's what people want, but I don't think it's fair. And, like, with Patrick Mahomes being there, for a lot, if you just – if the Chiefs weren't there, I'd feel a little differently. But 
They've hosted the AFC title game five years in a row, right? Like well, you can't. I, I think Rodgers is going to be up to the task. If we're talking about them in the title game or Super Bowl, it's because the other guys became stars. And I don't mean like Instagram stars or media stars like Sauce Gardner is. Like a real, real star. Like he becomes like a Jalen Ramsey type player every week. And Wilson turns into Jefferson. And like it's just they all blow up because – there's just too many damn sharks in that AFC. Like there's too many killers. It's this back to your original point about dude, Rogers, wouldn't you like a matchup right now against like Mitch Trubisky and like Christian Ponder? Doesn't that feel nice and old Stafford? You can beat him most of the time. Like you're really jumping into the shallow end head first here. It's tough. So I don't know. It's, it's going to be brutal, man. Yeah. I look, I, I think it'll be very interesting. They start, they'll get tested early. He owns the Cowboys. I mean, it's, he does for whatever he does. reason, other than the bears. I'm not sure he hates a team more than Dallas gets them week two. I think that'll be fun. That's going to be a musty team. I'm kind of Is shocked. that week two Jets week two. Cowboys? They open, they go at home, Buffalo in Dallas. Then they come back for new England. Oh, They're home man. against the chiefs at Denver, uh, home against Philly. Then the giants, oh, that's their first God. seven. But the good news is they finish with Houston at home, Atlanta at home, New England, uh, some other, someone else that sucks, and okay. Cleveland. Um, so they're they're in a they're in an interesting spot. I want to ask you one thing about um, honestly, like the Good Morning. I like that we talked about this last time. Obviously, the the cast of uh, not cast, it's not the right word. Yes, that's the crew. That's the fun. crew cast of Good Morning yeah. Football has obviously changed. Nate's moved on. He's a yeah. mega superstar. Kay is yep. doing her own thing on on yep. FanDuel. Jamie's been on, Jason's been on the pod, high energy. I feel yeah. like you guys are having the most fun you've had since like the first year or two of the show. Am I, am I crazy for saying that? No, it's been awesome. And it's like high energy is right. And um, it's no different than just getting a couple new teammates on a team. Like if you're the receiver and you get a new running back that comes in or a new linebacker and, and it's just totally a different dynamic that comes in and it's fresh and it keeps you refreshed and, Jamie talks about fun things and Jason is just like so smiley and positive and so smart and so sleek. And he's just great. I mean, you had Jason on here and Jamie too. It, there's not really two easier people to interview and like, they're just very agreeable. And I just love them both. I really do. Um, especially doing a morning show, man. If you get up at 4am or whatever, like it's, it really helps if the people are like, Hey, how you doing? And and they are, it's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I wanted to, this is kind of a big picture question and you don't have yeah, to answer if you on. don't want to, but I got you. obviously you host, you host a show that's on YouTube. It's a podcast. You good morning football is live TV. You live in New York. It's no. this home of, you know, radio and all these guys, you know, yelling and screaming into a microphone sure. for four, six hours a day. Are you, there's like the landscape of like content and especially in sports right now of like TV versus we saw what McAfee is going to do uh, yeah. yesterday. Does it like intrigue you or is it like, there's just so much stuff going on. Everyone just has their own lane. Cause I feel like radio is kind of dying, but in New York, it's not really yeah. podcast. There's so many of them. So how's that all kind of work? Like, do you think about that stuff often? Sometimes, you know, with what I do, you you really can't intake the morning stuff. And I, what I mean by that is I used to listen to Howard for years and I haven't listened to him a single time since I started good morning football seven years ago. I just can't. And then there's the whole, I'm not from New York thing. So I've never listened to Francesa. I've, I've never listened to Michael Kay. I have no idea what those guys are about. And I know they're really successful. And I've met Francesa and I really enjoyed meeting them. But I don't know the shows at all. The, the boomers and all that. Like they have this whole New York thing. 
that I'm just getting up and doing our show in the morning. So I don't ever listen to it. And yet it's the same thing. I don't know if you're into this stuff. Like I've, I've really never watched Fallon or Kimmel or Corden or Colbert. Those things are on so late. And I guess my parents are watching them or just people who stay up late. I haven't seen those shows either. So what you end up watching is like, in terms of media, it's just so much social media. And I wish it wasn't, but it's all here. And right now, I'm sure you feel the same way. The people that you decide to follow and not mute, they're a huge part of your life because you're constantly looking at their dumb face and their dumb gifts and whatever they do or their links, whatever they're promoting. And they're looking at yours, you think. So those are massive parts of like, like I follow Field Yates. I see the stuff he tweets all the time. And I don't know him. We're not friends. But like, what a strange amount of time I dedicate to him. That's how I take in my media. And I'm sure people to me the same way. Yeah, look, it's funny because, I mean, I talk to you a lot, um, but it's funny. I was like, I at some point see your face at least four times a day. Yeah. It's Twitter, or TV or whatever. I don't know. And then it's like, you know, go to, the, you know, go to these events. It's the Super Bowl, the Combine, Senior Bowl. And you're like, oh, this douchebag that I've been, I've been following yeah. for four years that I don't even like his takes. But you know what? I guess we ended up becoming friends somehow. And now he probably doesn't like mine. Uh, it's a whole it's a whole <laughs> it's a whole interesting thing. Last two questions quickly. Um, obviously, you've done the rewatchables a lot. Yeah, you, know, you do that with Simmons, and this is kind of a similar question. But are do you watch any of the new movies, or are you like? I know I think you tweet. I don't know if you tweeted about it. some. Like all my brothers watched Air; they loved it. Like yeah. I have interest in watching it, but do you kind of just find yourself watching the same stuff when you watch movies? Like because I feel like the new movies are just. It's a, a good lot. question. The same thing happens with music where you just kind of fall on what you listened to 20 years ago. Like you and I talk about this, you go and lift and you're like, God, I was, I was in eighth grade when I was listening to this lifting. And, and I was in eighth grade, even like you still listen to the same stuff. The movies, I really try because a, I love them. I hate that the whole movie theater gone away thing. And I also feel like, I don't know. I want to come on the air and, or in, on camera and be like, yeah, I saw that movie. So I, I, I saw a movie this year that is perfect new movie, weird, like little cult following with young people in it. And it was this movie called Fall. Have you seen that thing? These two girls crawl up on a radio tower that's 2000 feet tall and they get stuck up there. And it's it's terrifying, but I really enjoyed it. Really, like it just scares the crap out of you the whole time that they're going to fall off this thing. And then the ending is really nuts. So I watched that. Uh, I will watch Air. It's just, I, I'm trying to get caught up on Succession and The Last of Us and Mandalorian and like just, it's so much crap. So yeah. the movies are usually some of the first things that bite the dust because they're over two hours long. And you're like, I can watch a movie that's two hours and 20 minutes, or I could get in two episodes of White Lotus. I guess it's White Lotus. So they go fast. Yeah, no, look, I I feel the same way. First of all, my fiance does not, he's watched like maybe 10 total movies in her life. She's all TV. Oh so. my God. I'm only going to watch TV with her, which means I have to then watch a movie on my own, which takes up, like you said, multiple hours. I like. What have you seen lately, Will? You got anything? Uh, Succession. I'm on. No movies. Movies. I haven't really watched a lot of movies. Did you watch Air? I didn't watch Air yet. My brothers loved it. I Um, heard it's good. I heard they. I heard it's good. I'm going to watch it eventually. Uh, Last thing I probably saw in theaters or watch was Top Gun, which was awesome. I don't know. It's, it's a fun movie. Like, I just think it's, I mean, that's not, I wouldn't say fun, but it's like, these movies, like, awesome. I don't, now I can, like, I'm kind of more into, like, does this movie entertain me for 30 minutes, for an hour, yeah. hour and a half? I don't need uh, the two and a half hour silent yeah. movies. 
Um, rapid fire. These are three quick ones. I already know what your answers are going to be. I can't wait. Best, so I'm going to try best, to change them. Go ahead. Best thing it? you, best thing you've like best alcohol drink you've had recently, like type of drink, best meal you've cooked, either barbecued or, or made and best song, like best workout you've had. What workout did you do? <laughs> best. I mean, they're all good. All the alcohol drinks are good. I don't have a bad one. I only drink. I, say, two I even choose. So, my, you know, my standby is I drink gin martinis, uh, and that's just like that's my treat for the weekend. But uh, and I know you're thinking I'm going to say sip margs margaritas, which are incredible. But um, I had I went to a new place for dinner with some friends in Greenwich, which sounds so snobby and noxious, but they had like the craziest. Very, very uh, well, Levis of you. Yeah. <laughs> Levis definitely has Greenwich vibes. They had this crazy fire margarita, and I don't mean fire like the kids say. I mean that's what they called it, and it had like hot salt on the rim. And I mean the thing was probably 800 calories, and I think I drank five of them. So that was the drink. I don't even know the name of the restaurant. The best food that I've cooked. Um, I listen. I, I'll do the smoker. I love the smoker. I'll do baby backs on the smoker. Three to one ribs. You go three hours, two hours, one hours. One hour inside story. One time I was posting a lot of uh, Traeger pictures from my smoker. I receive a text message. I'm not making this up. You're going to love this. I receive a text message from Aaron Rodgers, who wants to get into smoking. And he says, I got to get on the Traeger game. The ribs you posted look great. And I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how to do it. He said, email me like the recipe. And I email him the three, two, one ribs. It takes six hours. He did them. He liked them. I think he had just gotten a machine in his backyard in Wisconsin. This was, I think, I think this might've been during the season. It was. And so he loved them. So I got to share the knowledge with him. And he's like big star Wars fan. So we were making a lot of like Padawan references. Cause I was teaching him and all that. I mean, it was great. He's a huge star Wars dork. And, and I say that as a, as a compliment because like he will really only roll with four through six. He doesn't do any of that Anakin stuff, really. He talks about he doesn't watch Mandalorian. And I know people like you and I celebrate the whole thing, but he is hardcore four through six, at least the last time I heard him talk about it. Um, so there's that. And then the last good workout I did. Yeah, like what, what, what'd you hit? Is it a little chest, back, shoulders? There's this thing that I have been made to do. And it's called it's a, it's it's a weirdest name. It's called Turkish getups. Do you know what that is? I, I I all right. So it's with kettlebells, and you basically lie on your back and hold the kettlebell up as you would like a, a a chest press, and then you just get up and stand from being flat on your back, and then get back down and get up and back. It's and it's uh, messes with your knees. You start sweating. You start aching, and that thing just starts sort of wobbling as it comes down. Turkish getups mess up my whole world, man. Terrible. <laughs> I'm going to roll with the last, I was at a wedding two weeks ago, mm -hmm. had some just honey jack on the rocks. I'm usually straight tequila. I literally, is that good? I mean, yeah, if you want, I mean, I've never had honey jack. it's good. I mean, it, it's dangerous. Cause it just, it literally tastes like, I don't know. It just tastes glug, like glug, honey. Glug, glug, yeah. Glug, 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 yeah. And then <laughs> the next morning it's uh, you feel not as good. I'm straight tequila all the time. So that was a nice change up. Best thing I've made, I can't. I don't know. I just got a blackstone, uh, so I'm excited to kind of try that. What is a blackstone? It's just Sounds... a basically like that, like flat hibachi like looking grill. Oh, uh, so it's just like a flat top, like kind of outside grill. So I'm excited to kind of maybe do a little fried rice. 
Do some nice breakfast. Are you going to totally it down like our guys at Fuji? Yeah, I'm literally going to just throw on the hat. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the onion volcano, yeah, start, the heart beating heart. Yeah, start. Yeah, <laughs> roll That's the. Awesome. Uh, I'll start running a business and then uh, best workout. I'm I'm a big I'm big in adventuring and stuff. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm a roll with uh, a roll with that for now until my shoulders eventually give out, which will happen. But you're not doing the squats, still, are you? I, I still, I only, I don't squat over two twenty five anymore. I won't. Mm-hmm. I, I'm barely at all. I just kind of stick to like dumbbells and do like the hacks, like the you know. Uh, yeah, I just do more body weight stuff and get back into running again. So Good. my knees can only take so much, you know. It's know, uh, they got beat up over me. they got beat up over the years, but obviously appreciate you as always. I'm sure everyone already was there. Turned in a good morning football. Cobrance basement uh, weekly. Was it two or three o'clock? Yeah, just it comes out at three, four o'clock in the afternoon whenever we get it ready. But thank you for plugging that plug. Now, how, how close are we getting to the the wedding day? Uh, we are 63, 64 days away. How you feeling? Uh, what the invitations came in today, so I'm feeling nice. much better. Tony Moon just got booked this morning. Um, hopefully, I don't get murdered in the south of Italy, like in White Lotus. That'll be that's ideal. where you're going. Yeah, we're doing south of Italy. Jamie's uh, Jamie's from Italy. He's never been, so uh, that'll be interesting. And then, uh, yeah, everything else is booked. So now it's just time to lose another ten pounds. The suit came in. Then we'll uh, then we'll be feeling good. We're in the two forties. You know, we're feeling good these days. I understand. I like that you knew the day. Sixty three days. You said that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I looked at the calendar and I was like, if my math is wrong, I might get uh, I might no, get good, crushed. Uh, but. I appreciate it as always. Make sure you guys uh, make sure you guys are tuned in. We'll be back later this week. Mike Reiner will be on, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more of the Jets draft.